In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Here is a list of some of the things that you are scared of. Naked people, homeless people, crazy people, possessed people, and pigs. Devils, darkness, graveyards, fetters and chains, and foreigners. I know this because all of these things are rated R or X at Blockbuster, except for the pigs, which I know about because I grew up in Iowa, and in Iowa there are more pigs than people. <laughs> so generally, when you see the things on this list, they scare you and you go the other way. You teach your children to avert your eyes. You step back slowly and carefully. You do not want to be exposed to the evil and the chaos which they bring. And that, after all, is one reason why you are here in church this morning. You don't come here to be troubled. Your normal life is hassle enough. You do not come here to suffer. Your work and sometimes even your home provide enough of that. You've already had enough chaos this week. You have come this morning to get some rest. So you bring your best, spit-polished and smiling, and we meet you dressed up, moving slowly and deliberately and reverently, and most of all, predictably. And everybody plays along, except for Jesus. That Jesus who doesn't seem to be scared of anything, not even the R's and the X's, that Jesus who always wades in. In the last three weeks, Jesus has been to the morgue, the confessional, and now to an exorcism. While everybody else is moving away, Jesus moves in. You'll notice that Jesus does not wait to be invited. Sometimes we get the pietistic notion that we must make the first move. The folks need to whip up a little faith or be good in order to have Jesus come near. But really, that is very difficult for the dead boy from Nain, who you learned about last week, and it is very difficult for this poor bedeviled man to do. No, once again this morning, unafraid and uninvited, Jesus wades in. After all, this is his creation. And Jesus wants his creation back, every last bit of it, every person, even this man, even naked people and homeless people and crazy people and people who are gripped by darkness. This man shows all the classic symptoms of being possessed by demons, superhuman strength and voices that are not his own, and a knowledge of the future which he should not have. Before Jesus introduces himself, he knows that it is the Son of God. And most of all, he is tormented. Go, says Jesus, and into the pigs they go, legion by name, and then into the water. But they are not safe even there. Jesus has walked on that water. And so Jesus stills the chaos, and after chaos there is gratitude, Eucharistia. 
The man from whom the demons have gone out sits down at Jesus' feet, clothed and in his right mind. In Luke's Gospel, which is all about catechizing the Gentiles, this is precisely the proper position for one who wishes to be a disciple. At the feet of Jesus, ready to learn, eager to obey, bringing his best, spit-polished and smiling, all dressed up, now very different, moving slowly, reverently, deliberately, and predictably, playing along with Jesus. Everybody else in the story, even all of you, have the same before you this morning. Jesus is here, and he has waded in and done his work, sometimes unannounced and uninvited. He has made your wrongs right. Now, after the chaos, after the absolution just bestowed in the memory of your baptism, now, just before you receive his very body and blood, will you have him thankfully at his feet, ready to learn, to do as he bids, eager to obey? Or will you make him go? It was too much for the town folk who lived round about the Gerizines, Preferring the devil they know to the devil they did not know, they asked Jesus to leave. And he does. Jesus will not force you to have him as a friend. He will not force you to have him as your savior. But it is best. Perhaps your life this past week has been a bit chaotic. And you know well enough that nobody in their right mind would choose that option. That living in fear and pain, troubled and demonized, shamed and guilted, is really no life at all. And so you've come again this morning, and when the church is at its best, it is all about order. It is about spitting and polishing. It is about smiling and resting. It is about moving slowly and deliberately and reverentially and giving out his gifts. It is all about everybody in their right mind sitting at Jesus' feet, eager to listen and eager to do. But when it is at its best, the church is always and ever also about chaos. It is about working the fringes. It is about being in the places where sinners and the demonized and the dead lie. Because Jesus wants his creation back. Every last one of them even the little and the lost and the last and the dead. It will not always be easy, 
morgue and confessional and mental ward and exorcism, they can all be very difficult. And if you stick with Jesus, you will get your share of that. It will be very uncomfortable at times, even chaotic. It's how the catechism says it's sin, death, and the devil, and it is exactly how the lectionary has delivered it the last three weeks with the sinful woman, the boy from Nain, and my name is Legion. But Jesus is here again to have us back, to bestow his gifts, to give his holiness, and bring his joy to the disordered and the sinners and the possessed and to you and to me, slowly and deliberately and reverentially and predictably, doing what he must step by step to have us back, to rebuild his community one by one, to have all of you, you naked, threatening, crazy, dark and dead lot, back as his own, back with him in Eden, and he will do anything to have you. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.